1: You ever have a giant zit accident? That takes three hours to clean up. I never have. This week on Dueling Review, we take a look at Supergirl being super number one. Flying and crushing coal into diamonds may come easy, but try popping a kryptonite zit. Eisner award-winning writer Mariko Tamaki. Teams with Eisner-nominated artist Joelle Jones for a coming-of-age tale like you've never seen before. But while growing pains shake up Kara's world, a deadly earthquake will rocks the small town of Midvale beneath her feet. The Girl of Steel has a choice. Let her world die or overcome her adolescent insecurities and be super. Uh, It is good to see the return of an Elseworlds book. Yeah. I mean, it's not called Elseworlds. I mean, this is called an out of continuity tale. Which is an Elseworlds. (laughs) Well, I mean, you know.
0: They used to call them imaginary stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But somebody eventually realized that they're all imaginary. So that's interesting.
1: Do you do you like uh, seeing the return of uh, non-continuity tales?
0: Oh, yeah. Um, as long as they're clearly identified as such... I feel like it's kind of the same thing as, say, when you have an adaptation on TV, Mm. and it's normally a character who would be part of, say, the Dark Horse or the DC or the Marvel Universe. But because it's on TV, they can't do that. So they give you kind of an alternate continuity, and they, they build up the character from the ground floor. I think what my problem is, is when they don't tell us, and my expectation going in is, is this the backstory of actual Supergirl in the DCU? Yeah. And, of course, clearly not.
1: Well, that was that was my, my question, too, when I was going into it, because I was like, oh, how does this tie into the other Supergirl book? And I'm about mm. halfway through it, and she's popping zits, and talking about her birthday and and track meets and all this stuff. And I'm like, there is no way that this book is any way related to. And then I did some research and, oh, no, this is an out-of-continuity story. So just mm-hmm. enjoy it. And the reason why you know it's an out-of-continuity story is mm-hmm. because it's a prestige format, 48-page uh, book.
0: Right. Because that that's the format of Elseworlds. Yep. In fact, was it not the Elseworlds that...
1: I want to say that that, well, I mean, certainly popularized. I don't know if it was what kicked off the prestige format, but certainly the only way to get an Elseworlds book back in the day was in the prestige format.
0: I want to say that the earliest prestige format that I can think of. Gosh. Like 1987, 1988. I don't know. I know that all those cool Batman one-shots and, and yeah. things like the cult and everything. Yeah,
1: the cult was in the prestige format, but that was in continuity, though.
0: Was it? I'll bet oh, you. Uh,
1: no, um, uh, Dark, Dark Knight, Knight Returns, Returns would be a prestige format comic.
0: And that was probably the thing that pioneered it or at least you know turned and it that, into thing. And yeah. that was
1: certainly a book that was out of continuity.
0: Mm-hmm. I wish it were further out of
1: continuity, <laughs> but and well, not, until it became not just continuity.
0: because yeah not just because i don't enjoy it i feel like drawing on that story too much is problematic because that's clearly the last batman story mm-hmm. and the fact that it now has two yeah, sequels, sequels yes and of course is being referenced in continuity when they're trying to continue doing batman stories you know it's it's counterintuitive i think is what you're looking for
1: so what do you think of this what do you think of this book i mean we get I, a story of kara Oh, I don't even know if her name is Danvers. Danvers,
0: this. it is. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, she we get says. get the story of her coming to to Earth, crashing her pod in the Midvale mm-hmm. farm of her parents, and mm-hmm. then we flash forward to what is assumed to be today, modern day, mm-hmm. uh, as we meet her, her three or her two other friends, mm-hmm. uh, and their group and what they do, and and um, she just, I mean, this first book is a day in the life of Kara Danvers. I kind of
0: love it. I do, because it is it's more in-depth and more character related than we see in your average, you know, month by month comic book story. Mm -hmm. It sets up, you know, it sets up her life. It tells us a little bit about Midvale. It tells us a little bit about everything that's going on. It really establishes the friendship between the three girls, which is wonderful. Yeah. I so love their interaction. It shows us her parents and her kind of weird backstory, but then everybody's life is weird because people are all weird and
1: well, imagine I her, love her this. hands her hands are glowing. Because this is the other thing that I started thinking was oh, this is going to be not the supergirl that we're reading in comics. This is going to be um protoplasm supergirl or angel supergirl. Right.
0: And of course, then we get that moment where her dad needs help moving something in the garage, so he mm-hmm. asks sixteen-year-old to come out and you know lift a tractor with one hand and drop it on the other wall of the.
1: Just I love the dad.
0: Wonderful. I love the dad. I love the mom.
1: And the mom is cool because she's just she is the um, oh what was the um, um, secretary in Ferris Bueller's School.
0: <laughs> I forget they who say played he's her. He's a righteous dude. Yeah, yeah.
1: I forget who played her, but that's who I pictured here. And the dad is great too, because he just doesn't want to recognize birthdays. He's just right. very. I don't want to hear about girls going through hormones or anything like that. uh Just uh Kara, come out here and help me move this tractor, please. Yeah, and and just you know brushes it off. And he's, he's got a cool ass beard.
0: Weird old Midwestern guy that you all everybody knows. One of. The weird guy who's you know stockpiled ammunition and shopping carts for kind the of, of yeah
1: kind of I can see that. Um, Mer- so,
0: birthdays are a corporate uh, espionage.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and,
0: and of I, course, the big gross zit pop
1: scene. Yeah, there. I mean, holy cow! I thought yeah, Snot Girl. Has. I thought Snot Girl was going to be bad, and I know I've had a few explosive zits back when I was in high school. But holy cow! Nothing like what we get a full page uh, view of in yeah, this book. It,
0: It is disturbing, but it's disturbing in a really great way. And this feels very down to earth, very realistic. Mm -hmm. This feels like it is a story of Supergirl taking place in the real world. And I say that as someone who lives in Kansas.
1: Well, okay. So uh, the one thing I do want to comment is uh, it's kind of like when you say, oh, bless your heart uh, kind of thing. Uh, Bless your little heart. It's kind of really a, a... uh, a nag on on people. Um, bless bless those writers who think that Junction City is a is a lar- large large <laughs> metropolis.
0: Hey man, it is sort of for Junction the City.
1: Junction City has a population of twenty five thousand people. That's yeah. not a big city.
0: It is over here. Junction City is one of the larger cities. When I was a kid, now I was growing up, you'd have to go to Salina or Junction City to get a McDonald's.
1: Yes, but it's just like, um, the Junction City High, uh, what is it? Junction City High Tri-City Track Meet. And I like that, you know, that, that Midvale is going to be a large city that would be part of a Tri-Cities tournament in in Junction City. (laughs) I, I just find that funny.
0: Just remember, Smallville is a small town of ninety thousand. Just east of Wilson,
1: I know. And see that that cracks me up too. I mean, just as comparison, um, yeah. Hayes, Kansas, where I live, has a population of about twenty thousand to thirty thousand people, depending on the decade. Um, so
0: I think the three biggest cities in Kansas have well Wichita, six digit Figures. Wichita is one of the else biggest else.
1: cities in the nation.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, I I think there are literally three cities in Kansas that break 100,000 people. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that may be it.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, you look at, I mean, back when I was growing up, Lawrence, Kansas, which is the home of of Kansas University, the KU Jayhawks, the population of that town would double when school was in session. So if you had a school that had 10,000 kids, the city had 10,000 people in it. Uh, Now it's much larger than that. It's like 50,000. It's some I think it's something like that. But I do get a a, a little kick out of when I I see writers trying so hard mm-hmm. to, you know,
0: You know what? I'll give them credit for they're not I, being any mountains
1: in I, the background. I I'll give them credit for using Junction City.
0: Yes, they did look up in a real town, which is nice. You know, it Neil Gaiman wrote a wonderful story once where he was talking about the beautiful names as you cross Kansas mm-hmm. and the names that he gave you, you would be going back and forth and back and forth. You would go all the way over to the far West mm-hmm. and then back. So if they came in order, which granted he didn't say they did, that woman crossed Kansas a good eight times.
1: Yeah. 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 No, I mean, like
0: I, ladder runs.
1: I, I do appreciate it. Uh, even though I, I do think that it's, I do think that it's uh, somewhat, Funny, humorous. I find it humorous. Well, I think and I, and I don't thing, and I don't sit uh, there and I'm not one of those people that sit there and cross my arms and go, well, you clearly didn't do your research. So therefore, this whole book sucks. No, I'm one of those people that funny. just kind of laugh and and kind of move on.
0: Sometimes, and I, you know, I think everybody says can find this when you're dealing with a story that is on your turf. There's always going to be something that isn't quite just right, something that isn't right. right. And it honestly does not affect my uh, appreciation of this story. I think that this oh, issue no, 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 no—it totally did. This not. issue is wonderful. I love, love, love the fact that main character who can lift a tractor and run at the speed of sound and do all of these things just feels like a standard teenage kid. She yeah, feels like a tween going on sixteen.
1: And that's what made this book feel really weird to me because it's like, wow, this feels so normal. I kind Edie of McClurg. Yeah, that's who it is. I kind of <laughs> I kind of wish I kind of wish this is what the Supergirl series had been like. Mm. Mm. You mean
0: like the TV show?
1: Yeah. Eh. The, the only the problem with about it the is
0: CW is they don't want teenagers. They want the 26 year olds that a teenager can pretend to be.
1: Well, I agree with you, but the the problem of if this was the TV show, it'd be too much like Smallville.
0: Right. Well, and, you know, they're going to do Riverdale.
1: Yeah, that's coming out in a couple of weeks. So. Yeah, I, I, not- I enjoyed this. I thought this was a really great story. I want to see where it goes. I want to see what uh, the evil track coach has in store for everyone. Mm-hmm.
0: I want more of this art. I do. I Noel Jones is really great. To, yeah. To draw my life. Yeah. I love this. Just the, the, the first scene, the title page is Dolly and Jen and Kara standing with sparklers to celebrate her birthday. And it's mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. in this
1: wonderful silhouette, but it's so perfect and so just. Ah, I love this book. Please yeah, yeah, yeah. give me this more. Is, this play. is really a good book. This is one that I would definitely say pick up. This is one that, okay. but but at the same time, I know that there's a lot of people that go, well, this is not the Supergirl I know.
0: Well, this is, this is, this is not thing. a very
1: good book because it doesn't have Supergirl in a short miniskirt flying around.
0: Let me tell you a story. I've been reading Supergirl comics since 1984, and I'll tell you, there's five or six Supergirls that I know, and I love them all equally, even the dumb one with the flaming wings, and I'll tell you why. There is no one true nothing Right, right. <laughs> yeah. And this is the most fun modern take on Supergirl since I think the the Linda Lee Matrix possessed by an angel for me anyway because mm-hmm. I found that Supergirl lately has been very angry. Mhm. And they've been going overboard with these creatures. All you teenagers can't, are angry. No, you can't do that. You can't go. She's a teenager, so she has to be irrational and crazy and angry. That's that's just like saying he's a forty-year-old guy. He's probably fat and likes comic books and has a podcast. Sure, it's true of a hundred percent of the hosts of this show, <laughs> but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be. You know, because I'm I'm sure there are guys out there. You know, some of the, some of the people who listen I, to this show do
1: sports and stuff. I think that there are people who. Would pick up this book and instantly put it down because it 's not it bounces up against their sensibilities yeah, and if in a, that's in a hard case, way
0: i think uh, I think that's perfectly legit, but if you are looking for a book that manages to really do a fun sort of beginning of a superhero origin tale and have it feel realistic Mm -hmm. not like you know grant morrison would rail against you who fixed the runs in batman's tights realistic but a character who feels like a person
1: Mm -hmm. you
0: know a real human being that you can interact with and then also happens to be able to lift a tractor over her head while texting i think that this is a funny that was great that was funny And that is 100% teenager. My 12-year-old does that now.
1: Yeah. She's like, "Uh a person.
0: I hear you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, the the other thing that I think is really cool beyond this realistic portrayal of a teenage girl coming into superpowers are her friends who are portrayed quite differently. Different body shapes, different body uh, Mm -hmm. types. You've got different attitudes. One is straight up uh, jock athlete. That's all she's thinking about. The other one is a little bit rounder. Uh
0: kind of a crazy alternate chick fun girl yeah 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 all it, over the place and
1: and i like that there's that different portrayal in there instead of everyone looking exactly the same i like that, that is, the mom and dad are again breaking what you your normal types would be mm-hmm. mom um, is
0: heavy set and uh-huh. dad is kind of broad-shouldered old dude i like it
1: yeah i do too and i i think it's i think it's really cool and i think I think this is worth picking up. I certainly enjoyed it. I'm not the only the other area that I had a little bit of a problem with was the costumes. I mean, the uh, track uniforms and how I thought if you were on the same team, you had to all wear the same uniform. But they're all wearing something completely different.
0: No, that happened in the 80s. Now you're allowed to customize.
1: Oh, are you? OK.
0: Yeah, that's that's true. It's a thing.
1: OK, because, uh, yeah. Uh, but otherwise, big, big thum- <laughs> thumbs up. Absolutely. Two thumbs up here as well. Yeah, so that
0: makes four thumbs up, five if you count another thumb. So there you go.
1: All right, everybody, go check that out. Coming out next week. Next week, uh, it is uh, almost the end of the year here, and I know a lot of companies are on <laughs> vacay, as the as the young kids say. The vacant um, The, the vacay? say that. I don't know. I don't know who says that. I hear it a lot, but I don't know who says it because I I hear it. And I turn I around to look. I think it's people. Like nobody there. <laughs> that they're
0: talking like the kids. I'm just like
1: say walking down the street and I hear a vacay and I turn around. And I'm like, who said that? Huh? Hey, who's, who's 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 that? Who's that? Is this the
0: same voice that tells you to say cray cray? Who's there? Stephen,
1: man, I think it's gone cray cray. Who's that cray cray? Everyone Steven. knows you don't say cray cray anymore. You just say cray. Steven, kill your so, friends. So anyway. Uh, we don't have a complete list of all the comics coming out next week because I do believe that the uh, Diamond Comics is on vacation this week. But next week from Dark Horse Comics, we can expect Call of Duty Zombies number two, Rise of the you Black Flame number five. I'm totally looking forward to that.
0: Yes, that yes. is good.
1: Uh, DC Comics has Aquaman number 14, Batman number 14, Cyborg number eight, Death of Hawkman number four. Uh, let's see. Harley Quinn number 11, Injustice Ground Zero number three. Midnighter and Apollo, number four. Scooby-Doo, Where Are You, number 77. And Unfollow, number 15, Mature Readers. IDW Publishing has The Art of Zach Howard. It's a soft cover, volume one. Back to the Future, Citizen Brown. That's a trade paperback collection.
0: It was Citizen Kane!
1: Dragon Lance, The Legend of Huma. Huma? Huma, H-U-M-A. Huma, it's not a Huma. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) jim holograms number 22 uh if you're a big fan of uh, joe hill the joe hill graphic novel collection hardcover comes out next week Uh, as does the mickey mouse number 16 Lock and key small world gets a deluxe edition hardcover if you liked our discussion last week you might want to go check that out
0: cat it's the cat that saves the day baby
1: star trek boldly go number four and uncle scrooge number 22 Over at Image Comics, we have The Autumn Lands Tooth and Claw, number 14, Black Science, number 27, Cannibal, Cannibal, number four, Cannonball. Cannonball. (laughs) Man, if there's ever a comic that, (laughs) if there's ever a movie that needs a comic franchise, it is Cannonball Run. (laughs) Walking Dead 162 uh, appears. I bet some people die. Captain
0: Chaos!
1: And then in the Marvel category, we have Amazing Spider-Man Worldwide, Hardcover Volume One, Avengers number three, Deadpool the Duck number four. Or I'm sorry, Deadpool the Duck number one now. Right. And right. Deadpool Too Soon Number Four. That's what it says.
0: That's
1: okay. what it says. Moon Knight number ten now. And there's also something called Moon Knight number ten story thus far now. I don't know what the difference is between those two.
0: I think one of them tells you the story thus far. Really? And the other one just tells you the story now!
1: Now! <laughs> uh, Nova number two, Old Man Logan number 16, Slapstick number two, Spider Man 2099, and Star Spider-Man. Wars Han Solo trade paperback for 16 99 Those are just some of the books coming out next week. Check majorspoilers.com next week, early in the week, like Monday. We'll have the complete listing. When everyone comes back from the uh, vacay. Or probably we'll have it on Tuesday because I'm sure a lot of people will take Monday off as the observance day. Next week on Dueling Review
0: Fall and Rise of Captain Adam, number one, written by Carrie Bates and Greg Wiseman, art by Will Conrad, Blowback, part one. Captain Adam hasn't been seen or heard from in years, and even if you think you know what happened to him, you're wrong. But you're not alone. To this day, no one on Earth, not even the other superheroes, has the slightest inkling of the missing Captain Adam's true fate. At last, the truth is about to be revealed in a saga that transcends not only the meaning of life and death, but the limits of time and space.
1: Oh, it's kind of cool. You had a little hiccup there. So I heard space, 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 space. Awesome, 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 awesome. You can show your support for this show and everything we do at Major Spoilers by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash majorspoilers. Your contribution allows us to keep this show going week after week, pay for our growing costs, gives us the motivation to produce more shows for you. So head over to patreon.com slash majorspoilers. Thank you so much for checking out Dueling Review, and we will talk with you next time when you will hear Matthew say...
0: Next time, Frankenstein and Batman meets Marv Wolfman
1: in 3D. This podcast is copyright 2016 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC. Oh, oh, oh,
0: O'Reilly! You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart the Professional Parts People. Oh, 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 all right.